Englewood residents are still grappling with the aftermath of another police shooting of a black man. Some contradict the police version of events. They want authorities to release any video of the shooting. WBEZ's Maria Inez Amurio has the story. Erica is sitting in her van parked on 57th Street and Racine Avenue Monday morning. She's tired after spending over 12 hours trying to find where Chicago police took her 18-year-old son. She's witnessed a black man in her family harassed by police, her sons, cousins, and partners. Visibly upset, Erica claps as she talks. And I've seen over the years, in 40 years of my life, seen police do something to young men, even my own child. Her oldest son was 13 the first time he was harassed by police. And the last time was on Sunday after police clashed with community members following a police-involved shooting. Erica said she saw police take her son into custody after they beat him. I don't know if he got broken ribs, a concussion. Y'all seen him all in his head or anything. Y'all didn't even let him make a phone call, so I don't even know if my baby living or breathing. WBEC is not identifying Erica because she's afraid police will retaliate against her son. She's angry. Angry to be in a cycle that never seems to end. Y'all got to come better and correct with this. I'm standing 10 toes down and I'm coming hard for these police officers because they's not helping us. They get paid to hurt us. Why is we paying them to hurt us? Erica says she saw the police shooting, but her version of the shooting contradicts what police say. Erica says she saw two men arguing in the park. Someone called police and when they arrived, a man took off running to his house. She didn't see a gun. When he ran through this lot right here, the police pulled in the alley, they shot him in his back. In the hours between the police-involved shooting and when the city released its official story, rumors that police killed a 15-year-old boy spread like wildfire. Community members came to the scene of the shooting demanding answers. Dozens of police officers arrived and clashes with community members soon started. Police later said the men shot by police survived and he's 20. Joseph Williams is a community activist. He said police officers didn't know how to de-escalate the situation. The officers got madder that the community was mad. And then they started to put their hands on individuals that were a part of the community. How are you supposed to protect and serve and you're out here with AK-47s assault rifles and you're out here with big billy clubs running down the streets of an innocent community Residents want the police to release any videos of the shooting. There are multiple city-issued cameras in the blocks between the park and where the shooting happened. But Sunday's clashes with police are also rooted in trauma. Many Inglewood residents know someone who's been killed by gun violence or have been shot. Friends, neighbors, family. No one thinks about that or thinks about how many times these young individuals have experienced murders, devastation, loss, and then sent back out or have to go back to life as if nothing ever happened. That's Roshana Baldwin, an Inglewood resident. She said white people have resources to deal with trauma. But in this poor, disinvested community, it is easier to find a gun than it is to find a therapist. And no one comes to help the black community when they experience these type of traumas. No one is there giving us mental assistance. So on Sunday, when people heard that police killed a 15-year-old boy, residents relived the same despair and pain when 17-year-old Laquan McDonald was killed by police. Without acknowledging that trauma, Baldwin says, we'll never really understand the anger the black community feels. 
Arena Samudio, WBEZ News.